The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance on News Talk. Now, this morning, the Minister for Education, Norma Foley, announced the details of a reform of the senior cycle, including the introduction of two new subjects, drama, film and theatre studies, and climate action and sustainable development. I'm joined on the line by Geraldine O'Brien, President of the ASTI, by Alex Rowley, a second-year journalism student and uh, of the Leaving Cert class of 2021, and Brian Mooney, Guidance Councillor and Irish Times columnist. Good morning and welcome. Now, uh, Geraldine, first of all, what do you make of these announcements? Uh, Good morning, Pat, and thank you for having me. Uh, Well, I believe the uh, announcement by the Minister this morning is very sensible, and indeed, in many ways, it was inevitable. Um, She listened to all the stakeholders. That's very obvious that the Minister listened to the stakeholders, and she has taken their concerns on board, and as a result, has made this very sensible decision. And the decision being? The decision being to uh, not have teachers assessing their own students, to instead have the uh, maintain the integrity of the Leave Cert, a high states exam, uh, to maintain that integrity for the students and uh, thereby ensuring that their assessment is fair for all students, there is trust in the examination system and uh, it, the assessment will be done uh, by the State Exams Commission for both the terminal written paper and the additional component parts. Mm. Now, uh, do you understand that this is now the way forward uh, for the foreseeable future, that all subjects, I mean, they do refer specifically to the new subjects, that they the, the non-written components will be externally uh, assessed, you know, such as art might be at the moment uh, and so on. Um, but do you understand this is the way forward for the future, that there will never be continuous assessment by teachers in the classroom. Is that a decision made by the Minister? I'm not sure. Well, you you would probably better ask the Minister that, Pat, but I take the Minister's statement this morning at its face value. Um, You know, there is a myth out there that all exams are terminally assessed by one written exam at the end of year two. That's not true. 29 out of 43 subjects have second components. Those second components are done over year one and year two of Leaving Cert. Take the example, for instance, of um, home economics. There is a journal component, right, a second component in that subject, and it is submitted to the SEC in the autumn of uh, year two of Leaving Cert. So that's dividing the load for students. It's spreading the load. Like, it's not a good idea in Ireland, in a small country, to have teachers assessing their own students. Mm. Living next door to the students, to the parents of the students, one is assessing. We saw what happened with the calculated grades. The grades were inflated, and the universities subsequently were calling for much more rigid assessment and grading and Right. of the exam. So you're happy that the Minister is determined that there'll be no continuous assessment uh, contributing to a final Leaving Cert result. So what then of the, new, of the new subjects? Drama, film and theatre studies and climate action and sustainable development. These are two new subjects and the, the Minister will follow the model from her former statement this morning of the other subjects in that there will be an external component and that external component will also be externally assessed. 
It's, it seems to me that, the, you know, I'd be concerned about the nature of those components and the teachability of them and whether the skill set exists in the classroom to teach them. All you seem to be worried about, Geraldine, to be quite honest, is whether or not your members have to mark their own students. That seems to be your primary concern. Well, now, Pat, I refute that statement in the strongest language. Teachers have always been advocates for their own students. Always, ever and always. No, but I, I'm saying that, you know, the, the way I look at two new subjects and there are other languages being added, but they'll have to have specialist teachers, I suppose. But when you're adding, generally speaking, the kind of subjects that uh, kids are going to be attracted to, uh, like, you know, drama and sustainable development and climate action and all the rest of it, you've got to make sure you've got that skill set in the classroom to teach those subjects. Is it there? Yes. And you are taking those two in isolation from the nine subjects that will be um, uh, rolled out in 2025. The skill set, it is a challenge. I won't, I won't deny that it isn't a challenge. But say, for instance, in climate action and sustainable development, that's done at junior cycle um, modules of it in CSPE. And um, then it's also covered in geography. It's a module in, in, in the geography uh, specification for Leaving Cert. Yeah. Drama, film and theatre studies. There are but few schools in the country that don't put on a production of some sort, right? Whether it's a musical, whether it's, whether it's, it's a play during their school term for the senior cycle students. That is done in extracurricular activities by, by teachers, and indeed by students. So teachers of English would, and indeed Irish, if, if the play is done in, in, in Irish, would be well versed in film, drama and theatre studies as part of their undergraduate degrees. OK, uh, so you'd think no problem adding these to the curriculum, because, I mean, a lot of students are put to the pin of their collar doing the existing uh, subjects, uh, but they may be drawn to these others, which may or may not, only time will tell, uh, accrue the kind of points that will get them into college? Well, students will choose, Pat. Students will choose their subjects. They will choose what, what subjects they would like to study, what subjects they may even know at the end of third year now, they may even know what career path they wish to follow. Career guidance is um, across all year groups now. It's not, it's not the prerogative of the senior cycle students. So students who have, who have their junior cycle completed may well want to take up uh, theatre studies, film and drama. You know the way students pick e what is perceived to be the easy subjects. Uh, to, to lessen the load, you know, they're doing maybe tough maths, applied maths, physics, chemistry. Let's do home ec. Well, now, that's a very dis disparaging remark in relation to home ec. And if you look at the uh, student in primary school this year in Tipperary, her name escapes me. Um, she's in a junior school. She's in the junior part of uh, primary school in Tipperary. She took maths at a Leaving Cert level this year. She was doing it as a fundraising challenge, as you are well aware. However, the people who like maths like maths, and that's their prerogative. The students who like English like English, and that's what they should pursue in college. So this um, fallacy of saying one subject is easier than another, 
I mean, the skill set in home economics is very challenging, both on a written paper and in their project work. They do food science, they do food chemistry, they do microbiology. So I find it very unfair and very uh, disparaging remark that you uh, say home economics is perceived as an easy subject. Look at the grades attained in, by leaving cert students in home economics. It, the A's are not giving out very, very All generously. Right. All right, but in summary, Geraldine, you're happy with the minister's announcements today. The minister has considered the views of all the stakeholders. She said in her statement that she visited the schools, she listened to students, she listened to parents, she listened to teachers, and she made this very sensible decision. All right. Uh, That's uh, uh, the verdict of uh, the... The president of the ASTI. Uh, thank you, Geraldine O'Brien. Now, listening to that is a second-year journalism student who's of the Leaving Cert class of 2021, Alex Rowley. Brian Mooney will also be uh, talking about this. But, Alex, first of all, you've experience of college and you obviously went through school. So what do you make of this? Uh, forever and a day now, it will be external assessment, no continuous assessment by teachers uh, and uh, a, a few new subjects being added. What say you? Yeah, morning, Pat. Um, so, I, yeah, I did my leaving cert last year and, you know, I would have loved to have been able to do some of these subjects. And now, you know, being that I'm in, in you know, open DCU, like we have no exams at all for the three years. We have um, assignments, essentially. So we, we complete something practical or we complete an essay. And that's where a majority of our grades go or for simply showing up and partaking in a class. Um, it's disappointing that, you know, it won't be continuous assessment. You know, I take Geraldine's points there that, you know, these teachers, they live and work in, in their communities and it may be hard to, to grade them. But at the same time, a small component of, of the Leaving Cert, it would be great to have that kind of, you know, graded as you go on to relieve the pressure. Mm-hmm. Um, because there's still pressure now on these external components. I, I like, I welcome having the external components, but there's still pressure going in the day. I remember doing my music practical in third year and got the pressure of doing that. And then the rest of it is made up by... Um, a written exam, you know, so yeah. I would have loved to go gone, gone into my leave insert with a lot under my belt. And let's say the written exam then is the 30% that you need to make up, yeah. um, you know, especially if maybe you didn't do so well in your continuous assessment. And then, you know, well, look, I yeah. can make it now, up the, the other point, uh, Alex, is that uh, with continuous assessment, which would be, you know, project based in the classroom and indeed in university, uh, you do an essay or whatever it might be. But with the advent of AI, You know, maybe we're going to have to go back to lock the doors, put them in the exam room, make them write without the help of computers and so on. That's about the only way we're going to find out what they know. Yeah, and look, that's like that's completely fair. And I think the minister is right to look into this. And it is definitely right, you know, and I'm I'm glad to see some forward thinking in the Department of Education on it. Um, You know, but I think once the review is completed, definitely we need to reassess it. And I think, you know, it's very hard to use AI in certain aspects as well. You know, I don't think I could I could be able to use it for any of my assignments because you'd know straight away. I mean, at every university has a detector that your assignments go through to see if it, either AI was used or if uh, there was, you know, yeah, any, plagiarism. Uh, or plagiarism, exactly. So, you know, if schools introduce this, it might help it. And maybe this is what this review is into to see how they could curb the use of AI. And the new subjects that have been proposed, uh, the theatre and film studies and uh, uh, climate action and sustainability, what do you think? 
Yeah, I think it's probably part of the government's strategy to, you know, cut down on emissions. Obviously, the EU's hand us down fines left, right and centre every year because we can't get our emissions down. Um, so, yeah, look, absolutely welcomed that people will be learning about climate action and sustainability, um, especially considering in my 60 year class, I think 50% of us used to drive to school in our own cars. <laughs> um, but uh, then as, as well, the music and drama, I think that's definitely beneficial, especially, you know, it's not just for, for kids who want to go on into film and into drama, but I think it would be beneficial for anyone going into the broader media um, realm because there's not too much out there in terms of secondary school for people who want to work yeah. in media. And I was reading actually about DCU that uh, people who live on campus in campus provided accommodation often uh, run by third parties and that they might be spending a huge amount of money to keep their cars on campus from now on. Yeah, um, at all. Yeah, exactly. And I mean, there's this new parking system I know down in St. Pat's in DCU in Glasnevin. It hasn't changed uh, which is where I am, and you know, you scan your card going in, but it's still a lot of money. I mean, I spend oh, 90 euro a week on diesel commuting from Wicklow to DCU, and then I have to pay the toll on top of that, and then I have to pay for parking on top of that. And then now, you know, there's no win if you know students are paying thousands a month to to uh, to stay on campus and they don't even get the benefit of having their cars parked there. There's only a certain amount of allocated spaces on campus. Yeah. Six or seven grand a year maybe uh, to stay on campus and you don't get uh, the right to park. And the reason you're staying on campus yeah. obviously is you live remotely. By the way, could you take public transport from Wicklow to DCU? Would it be practical? Not at all. But this morning, I, I was late for my lecture this morning. I left at 20 to 8. I didn't arrive here until about quarter past nine. Um, and I'm, you know, that's normally an hour's commute with no traffic. You know, if I was to try and get public transport, I suppose I would have to drive maybe 40 minutes, although in traffic it would have been longer this morning, to Enniskerry and then try and get a bus through the city. I would have had to leave even earlier. And there's no guarantee that I'd get to DCU on time there either. Um, either that's the only public transport option available. Uh, sometimes I work in town. Sometimes going into town, if I'm on a you know an afternoon shift, it suits to be able to park and ride at the Lewis. But other than that, there's you know I'm driving. If I I still have to drive to get public transport. All right. Yeah. yeah. There's a lot of joining up of the dots needed before we become totally sustainable. Alex, thank you very much for your input. Now, Brian Mooney, what do you think of the minister's declarations this morning? And she's been very sensible, Pat, because ultimately with AI and with ChatGDP, if you're looking for teachers to be able to assess that on an individual basis, we saw when the teachers were doing the marking themselves during COVID, you know, we had a lot of great inflation, teachers were being very generous to students. What you're getting really in reality here this morning, Pat, is every single curriculum that has been revised in recent years has always had an external component which went out to the State Exams Commission. They then marked it in a standardised way through their own assessment processes. And what we're getting now is that for 2025, two years earlier than planned, physics, chemistry, biology and business along with a number of other minor subjects, are going to have new new, um, sta- new content of which a component will be externally examined. And we're going to have drama, film, theatre studies, climate action, sustainable development. And that is also going to be starting, as did PE, 
in the last number of years, as did computing in the last number of years. So we're going to end up with a model whereby students taking a Leaving Cert subject, any Leaving Cert subjects, are going to find that up to 40% and maybe even higher, which was the Minister's plan for the teachers marking it, will still be done by the students, but it will be going out of the school. The marking will be standardised nationally and they won't be faced with the problem they were faced when the teachers were doing it themselves, which is trying to cut back the marks to levels that are appropriate. Yeah. Uh, PE, how did they mark that? Basically, 50% of it is external. There's two elements um, which make up the external component and 50% are basically the terminal exam. So effectively, students can get 50% of the PE done and dusted before they even sit the terminal exam. Yeah, but what is that? I mean, like one person running up the stairs is a triumph. Uh, Another person, they want to run a marathon. That's a triumph. Well, there are two components. I mean, I'm not into the detail of exactly how that I'm not a PE teacher, but there are two components that the students have to complete. And those components are externally assessed. Um, I think one of them is, 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 is it filmed or whatever, um, that, that effectively the students is showing, obviously, the, the, the progress that they've made over the two years of the course. But it is it is standardised, which and that's the key element yeah. that I think Geraldine was talking about, that effectively by taking it out of the school, it's going to, and from the department's perspective, the really important aspect is that we have to have fairness across the system. And AI and ChatGDP has turned this whole debate into something where putting it back into the school system and asking teachers to do the marking, how then do you know that some teachers aren't going to miss completely where effectively these... As I I suggested, we might be even in universities going back to that locked room and that's it. You've got to sit down and show us what you know on the day and not be depending on on, uh, essays and so on. Software may improve uh, to detect AI, but I mean, these guys in Google and Microsoft, they're ahead of the game. Uh, so, so I'm, I'm literally, I'm Pat, I'm actually down here in the RDS for higher options, and we've had seven thousand kids down here, and I've just chaired a debate on engineering when exactly we were looking at that that actually these new technologies have huge potential benefits for society. And we're looking at the negative aspects of them. But in fact, there are huge positive aspects in terms of research, etc. But we have to be able to use them in a way where the validity of a student's work is clearly evident. And the department has said, we need a couple of years to look at this to see how how it applies to all levels in education, but particularly to second level where you're assessing students for courses where they're going to be competing with each other for places. Yeah. So, so finally, Brian, and briefly, a uh, couple of new subjects, uh, comprehensive yeah. in their uh, layout. Uh, who's yes. going to teach them? I mean, we have a shortage well, again, of teachers at the moment, so who's going to be teaching them? Obviously, you know, the climate action and sustainable development would be looking to students, to teachers who have probably done geography in their primary degree. And obviously English, as Geraldine was saying, English and Irish uh, teachers will probably be attracted towards drama, film and theatre studies. There, There are a pool of graduates obviously there who have that in a general sense. And I suspect that the minute that these subjects have now been introduced, that you're going to find very specific programs at third level that are going to target that, in other words, specific degree programs, which are really useful. Because right now, if you do a general undergraduate degree in anything, that's normally three to four years. And then you have to do a two-year PME. But the universities are now introducing a whole range of degree courses specifically related to subjects that are required at second level. And those degree subjects can often be over four years. 
and you come out with your teaching qualification within that subject. Mm -hmm. So I suspect that you'll probably see those two subjects actually having specific teaching degree options being available to students in the next year or two. Very good. Brian, thank you very much for joining us. Uh, Brian Mooney, Guidance Counselor and Columnist with The Irish Times. The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance on News Talk.